0: Enjoy the convenience of seven-days-a-week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Hi, Nate.
1: feel so unlike everybody else
2: alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no. Hello Friday, I've been waiting for you for a long time. You just saved me, when my life came crumbling
1: down. hey I know you're gonna leave me. Hello Friday, I've been waiting for you for a long time.
3: Day 2 you don't change the way you work out you don't go crazy you don't work out for four hours if you've been working out for an hour and 45 minutes leading up to it you, you don't show panic <clears throat> you just go do what you do you know you you're there for a reason because you've had a good season you've earned it um and you just try to try to take the pressure off the players as much as possible uh, and tell them to enjoy it but you gotta you gotta get after it you, you can't You can't take anybody lightly because if you do I mean these teams are good if you open the door they're gonna kick it in and you're in trouble and you're gonna have to fight and uh, you know it's uh it doesn't really you know playing at home is great and I love it we were on the road for 11 straight nights it's a lot of hotel takes a couple days to get that out of your system honestly and really glad we're here Uh, we've had a good year here seem like players are comfortable here The fans have been amazing this year probably as good as i've ever seen as far as knowing when to cheer and knowing when to just help us and uh and it it has helped us and we have a good team we're not superstar laden we have a team that's what we have and you know maybe to win win a, a championship or a division in the big leagues you got 162 games to figure it out and the best team's gonna end up finishing at the top we don't have that many games we just have to play good in the games that we play and that's what i tell them all the time and we've had guys go down this year we've had guys pick them up we've had guys and i've said it many a time that weren't playing early they kind of got thrown into the fire and they acted like they should have been there all year and and their teammates Have supported him. It's it's been really fun for me as a coach to watch this develop.
4: In a season that began with debates over pitch clocks and nonsense, we enter the third phase of the Razorback baseball year, and it is the postseason. Here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, preparing to play Santa Clara this afternoon. Two o'clock first pitch, one thirty pregame on the buzz. We welcome you into the zone. Justin Anchor here live in Fayetteville at the Razorback Foundation. Appreciate the accommodations here. They've gotten us a nice air-conditioned conference room to work out of, and I'm trying to keep it down a little bit so they can get some work done here on a busy Friday. Wes Moore and Christian Weaver back in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Boys, there's an air of anticipation and excitement here in the northwest part of the state and really all over Razorback Nation as Arkansas begins its trek, hopefully, for a return
5: to Omaha. What is the line like outside the stadium uh, for to get into the hog pen?
4: Well, Wes, I just ran into one of the hog pen—well, uh, I guess residents—I'll call him uh, Rick Bowick, who people probably recognize. He's the guy that's got the big toss and he paints his hair red and all that uh-huh. on, uh, on game days. I saw him this morning and he was going home to shower. He has been outside since a week ago Thursday waiting on an opportunity to be first in line to get into the hog pen. So if that's any indication about the lunacy, uh, it's pretty clear where we're at. Now, I will say it is not as long a line as I've seen, but there are a lot of people who will come in later this morning and set up. So I'm guessing that it is probably building as we speak. The parking lot across the street here is uh, starting to fill in with some fans, and there's some tailgating going on. And then the the, uh, parking lot here on the side of the Razorback Foundation had a number of fans out there today as well. But, yeah, that'll wrap all the way around the corner over in front of Foghorns and all the way down that street um, on the other side of the ballpark. So, yeah, it'll be nuts by the time we start the thing today. But uh, so far, it's kind of the calm before the storm.
2: I have a few questions about this gentleman. Does he have a job? And also, he didn't shower for an entire week.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that... Yeah, I think well, what Sorry. you can do is you can have other people hold your spot. Okay. So I'm sure they swapped go. out with others. But he uh, he definitely wanted to go freshen up. I saw him on his motor. I didn't even know he had a motorcycle, but he was driving on his motorcycle this morning. So anyway, but it'll be uh, it'll be pretty wild today, I imagine, as you can imagine, and uh, looking forward to. I haven't seen Santa Clara, folks. I heard John on with the morning guys, and I didn't see anybody in TCU outfits either. We we spent the night around Weddington yesterday. We were having a cold beer outside, then we went over to walk-ons and, and watched the NBA game last night. I didn't see anybody in TCU gear, but John said he's seen a handful of folks from TCU. And apparently the media requests from folks in Fort Worth were through the roof to the point where they couldn't accommodate every uh, person covering the Horn Frogs to, to come in here. So hmm. that tells me they've got some pretty big expectations for this regional as well.
5: That's um odd really because and, and i mean you got websites that are going to cover them uh, but I, I can't imagine like the dallas morning news the fort worth star telegram uh the channel 8 channel 4 you know the fox cbs up there i can't imagine them coming up here so maybe the, i guess maybe just some web people that's what i would guess for tcu you
4: don't think there's any local media that covers regionals
5: no not for TCU, nope. no. None why of the Dallas not a, why not
2: a, you got Cowboys, no, Mavericks, you yeah. got a stuff to reporter? talk about.
5: No. Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they've
4: got big staffs, though, Wes.
5: Yeah, but that's a small also, thing. I'll see if find out
4: a request. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, apparently there's a lot of requests.
5: It's the easiest that, trip so. by far
2: from the people coming to yeah. the regional. No doubt. Yeah. It's
4: a lot easier than Santa Clara Media, so I can't imagine that there's a whole lot of folks from that part of the country. I do know they've got a big uh, administrative contingent coming in. Um, so their AD made the trip in, and I know that uh, their coach's family's coming in. So as you would imagine, this is a big deal for them. We did get starting pitchers officially. and We'll hear from Dave Van Horn in just a minute about that. Uh, Arkansas of course going to go with Hunter Holland. He's got eight wins on the season, a little over a 4.0 ERA, and then he's going to be facing off against the righty Cole Kitchen, who's three and two with a 4.25 ERA. He's pretty experienced. He was I think four and four last year. Um, struck a lot of guys out last season. He had 101 strikeouts in 72 innings last year. Strikeout rate way down this year, 67 in 78 and a third. But, um, I mean, as solid a starting pitcher as starting pitchers they've got to offer, and he's about four and a quarter on his ERA. So see how Arkansas uh, gets it going against the Broncos starter here today. And uh, I think we all sort of expect the way things will play out with the Arkansas pitching staff, and hopefully things go well and
5: they can stay on uh, on
4: schedule with that.
5: He was their dude last year and a uh, pretty good pitcher. And this year he's been an average pitcher. Uh, and, but Coach, when uh, explaining why he was going uh, with him, he said that, you know what, he's a senior. He's been there. He's been our our Friday night guy every every weekend. So why would we change anything up? They're going to try to get five innings out of. Him. If they get six innings out of him, they're they're very happy. I think they would if you look at the number of innings pitched and the number of games he started. It averages out to like about five point you know two innings an outing. So he, he you know they're not thinking he's going to go in and, and pitch eight nine innings. Uh, they're, they're going to just try to get a couple innings you know four or five innings out of him, and then turn it over to the bullpen and their studs. If if the game's within reach, you know you could see if. Arkansas can jump on him and, and score some runs early and you got a nice lead then maybe they don't go to their you know all their go-to guys because then they realize look we got to win tomorrow to stay alive in this tournament and uh, you may see them pitch off a little bit. So tonight or this afternoon to me it's so important for Arkansas to score early and often, get to this guy and uh, have a lead before they can go to their bullpen and, and you see their best pitchers.
4: We had a busier day scheduled, but apparently Devo Davis has got a practice that is going to conflict with his time he was going to come on with us. We were supposed to have him on at 10.30, and so we do not have him lined up after all today. So that's unfortunate. We'll try to get him on next week and talk about his decision to come back to Arkansas versus trying to pro Waters. We do have Tom Murphy coming up. Got a chance to spend... Well, time last night, guys, with Tom Murphy and Bob Hole. We watched a little bit of the NBA game together last night, and that's always a treat. Those guys are just awesome, great stories, and we kind of shot the bull for a while last night, John Neighbors and I did, with those guys, so it was a ton of fun. So the newspaper guys and the radio guys saw eye-to-eye last night. We didn't have any of those TV losers in there with us, so uh, it was all good. Uh, But anyway, Tom will join us. We'll talk to him about his thoughts on the matchup today. We've got Philip Martin coming in, and in addition to talking about movies this weekend, including The Boogeyman. Hmm. He's going to talk to us about uh, Paul Simon's new album, which he wrote up in the Democrat Gazette last Sunday. I thought it was really interesting. Kind of a deep dive into his latest offering. And he was a big fan of the work. So I'm looking forward to checking that out on my road trip home from Fayetteville. Hopefully, it's not too soon. Then we got Quinn Groby coming up. We're here at the Foundation. I'm Circuit Coach Z. will pop on with us, too. And we'll talk to him about Arkansas and what they need in that one hole on their roster. When he can uh, come by. He already came by and said hello. But it's a busy day up here, as you'd imagine. So they're all running around. The uh, SEC meetings are concluding today. And we'll join Trey Schapp, too, coming up here in just a few minutes. I guess we got him scheduled for 1045 and get his thoughts on what happened yesterday. And I guess the headline was that they are, in fact, going to stay with eight games for now. And I think we talked about it yesterday. There isn't a lot to gain by going to nine right now if there's not more money involved Really, not a whole lot of reason to do it. I'm not really for Arkansas's program at this point. A huge fan of going to nine games, but I think we all agree it's inevitable moving forward in a couple of years.
5: It's nice when you have four non-conference games that you think you should win. That's four wins. You know, you you, need, you finish two and six in the SEC. You're, go, you're at least going to a bowl game. You go four and four in the SEC. That's an eight-win season. You know, that's that's a good thing. You go 5-3, and 6-2, and two, and all of a sudden you're looking at 9-10 wins in the regular season. That's a really good year. So you take away one of those non-conference games, you play nine sec games, just makes it tougher. And where Arkansas was and eh, kind of still is, you know, that's a good thing. Hopefully there's a day where Arkansas has uh, got a little bit more depth and got some, uh, some more talent on the team to where, you know what, it doesn't matter. You know, you remember that year when there was 10 SEC games? That was a tough year for Arkansas because of uh, the lack of depth. But uh, hopefully Coach Pittman can get the team to where it doesn't matter if they're playing nine SEC games. They're they're, they're ready for that grind. And uh, I think they're getting closer to that, but I think you're exactly right. Eight is perfect for Arkansas, and eight is perfect for the SEC right now because there's no incentive for them to go to nine games that year, um, because of TV contracts and money, and you know yeah. people will say, well, the incentive is you're the only conference that doesn't play nine games. Won't you join everybody else? Well, why do we have to? I mean, look what right. the SEC's been doing at, with eight conference games. They're winning. They're they're putting two teams in the four out of the four usually year in year out. And when they go to twelve, they're going to put you know three maybe four teams in that twelve team playoff.
4: Right. Yeah, again, if you don't have to, I don't see the point of it necessarily, unless there is a significant amount of money increased, and I get it at that point. I mean, money drives everything. That's understandable. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about this, and, I, and it was came on the heels. And I listen, I love Trey Biddy. I agree with him most of the time, and I love his, his takes. He's very honest. He said on drive time yesterday, he said, I'm shocked that they did not go to nine games. I'm shocked that they didn't go to nine games. And I'm like... What's shocking about it, frankly? I don't think it's shocking at all. What I, what I said was, here's my comparison. Arkansas is a 20 handicap at this point, and they are insisting to play from the blue tees, or they're trying to push them to the blue tees. Yeah. They should not ever get off the white tee box. That's where they need to be right now. If they're ever going to get anywhere close to breaking 80, that's where they need to be, and that's the goal. We're trying to be competitive nationally, but going to a nine-game schedule for Arkansas is going to be awfully tough, and it's a heavy lift for that program right now. So I think the longer they can
5: hang in at eight, the better off they are. It's a great analogy, by the way. Thank you. First yeah. one of the week. No, well, I, I, that's really good. And once I heard some of the ADs talking about. Um the, the TV contracts and hinting towards the TV contracts, it made total sense. I was, I mean, I, I went in, I've thought all along they were going to nine games when Texas and Oklahoma came in, but when they started throwing that out there, yeah, it, I mean, it's, with, it's that way with everything. Follow the money, and if the money's not there, what is the incentive? What is the reason to do this? Well, give us a reason, we'll do it, and maybe it's a negotiating right. ploy, but um, right now, no, I think they're doing the right thing.
4: And the other piece of it is, and Nick Saban brought this up earlier in the week, I mean, you're going to play five top 20 teams most years anyway, even with an eight-game schedule. So what, what's the deal? <laughs> I will tell you this. One of the things Trey did outline, and he, he did some some deep diving, and I think Rick Schaefer contributed this as well. I can't remember who it was, but I was listening to drive Time the whole way up here. But um, Arkansas has got some really cool non-con games in the future, right? So you know about the Notre Dame games, right? They've got four games, which I didn't realize, slated with uh, Oklahoma State coming up, which is a good regional Power 5 opponent, and that's a manageable game, right? Yeah. And then you've got teams like Tulsa, teams like Memphis. Again, a little, you're in the group of five now, but these are teams that are obviously relatively competitive at their level. It's a good regional game. Makes a lot of sense, I think. And I think they got two for one with Memphis, and I'm not sure if they got uh, a road game at all with Tulsa. But anyway, those are fun. I mean, this is a good situation, I think. So you're obviously going to have to manage those once you eventually get to nine, which we all think will happen at some point. And, um, you know, but I think there is some good, some good scheduling things on Arkansas's horizon which is going to allow them to get to that eight nine win mark hopefully in the not too distant future and then you talked about depth too and that was the other thing i was like he's like well you know what the portal now arkansas can get more depth than i think with a nine game schedule be fine and you alluded to that too west the problem is that means georgia and alabama in the portal they're getting deeper with you know proven <laughs> assets too because they can get whoever they want
5: out of the portal yeah they're calling off five stars I mean guys are leaving that can't get on the field And they're going to places like Arkansas And people and teams are excited So it's helping them But then they're going out And getting some of the best players At other teams to join them I mean I think back at uh, Alabama a couple years ago When they got They lost Drew Sanders You remember And that was great for Arkansas But they got the uh, Tua Tua Out of Tennessee Toa Toa from Tennessee He was I remember Arkansas played that year and And I watched him several games I was like That's the best linebacker I've seen all year and then he leaves and goes to Alabama. <laughs> that, that's what they do. They go out and get some of the best players. It's almost what Arkansas baseball is doing. I mean, look at the guys that they brought in from the transfer portal. They're going out and getting some of the best players. I know LSU did the same thing, too. But transfer portal's been great for Dave Van Horn. It's been great for Eric Musselman, of course. But it, it, these big powers are doing the same thing. They just may be right. getting the best of the best.
4: All right, we got some sound from SEC meetings, so let's give our sponsors some love. By the way, stayed at a uh, Beachwood Pinnacle hotel last night up here in northwest Arkansas. I want to thank the Allens and the crew over there. The Comfort Inn and Suites is where we normally settle in. And uh, I want to thank Heidi Diaz, who's the GM over there. But, man, always a good place to stay. And smack dab in the middle of a bunch of good stuff right there on Weddington. So we appreciate them. But, uh, Hunter, you check about the schedule and what his expectations are moving forward after this next season.
0: Coverage of the Southeastern Conference Spring Meetings from Sandestin, Florida, is presented by Blackmon Auctions. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackmon Auctions. And in part by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group. Find them on the web at bphotels.com.
6: We've reached a decision. We'll play eight games. You know, as you look forward, Texas and Oklahoma, were not supposed to join the league until July 1 of 2025. That's where we're evaluating our scheduling options, and so with them coming in earlier, eight games make sense. It has worked for a long time for the SEC. Uh, that has been proven. You, you look at last year's uh, national championship game, 65-7 to seven winner by the Georgia Bulldogs, and so we continue to get teams in the CFP, and that's ultimately the goal with our conference schedule, and so So eight-game works. It gives us more time to evaluate what the nine-game model actually means to the league and let the CFP and everything else unfold with its expansion as well. I don't believe that the decision will wane that much longer for 2025, but um, really there's not anything that's going to happen to any of us if we don't know what the schedule is for 2025 right now. Um, we're, we're okay. We're more concentrated on the 23 schedule. We know now the 24 is going to be an eight-game schedule. We'll find out June 14th who our opponents will be, and then we'll start working on the 2025 and beyond schedule. There you go. Hunter, your uh, Trey's done a great job this week. He'll join us at 1045. Just saw Coach
4: Z here at the foundation. He'll join us. We'll talk to him about Devo coming back, and then that uh, one scholarship to fill for Arkansas. Get his thoughts on what they need in that position. Um. So there you go. It's going to be a good day. we only got 30 minutes of out-of-bounds. John Aver's already uh, over here preparing for his show. It's going to be the most compelling 30 minutes of radio you've ever heard with the amount of time he's going to put in leading into it. So uh, unless you guys have something wrong. Oh, we should mention the NBA last night. Kind of went the way we wanted or expected. And Jokic, Christian, ended up with what? Because we talked about the 51-and-a-half, I think it was, over-under on points, rebounds, and assists combined. What did he end up with?
5: 51.
4: Yeah, he had <laughs>
5: 21, 14, and 10.
4: Isn't that insane?
5: Yeah, I I, I was watching the game and thought about that and you and I were thinking over under a lot lower and I was thinking man that would be a good bet and then he wasn't scoring much. He wasn't shooting at all to start the game and then you look at the totals he didn't shoot a lot but he still scored plenty and then it was the assist and rebounds.
4: Yeah, it's going to be a tough situation for Miami but we all knew that going in so we'll see. Maybe they can get a Get a couple wins and stretch it out, but it's uh, it's an impressive Nuggets team. Let's take a time out a little early here. We'll get Coach Z on the other side, guys, and visit with him about some hog hoops and obviously the excitement up here in Fayetteville. And uh, as we head in, I want to remind you, it is now June 2. Christian, questions of the day? Because the date certainly is an impact on one of our questions today.
2: Yeah, I'll get those tweeted out in the break. Our questions of the date today are... How many games does Arkansas play in the Fayetteville Regional? Two, three, four, or five. And also perfect, right? Yes. Three. Three and oh. And then our other question of the day: it's National Donut Day. How many times do you eat donuts in a year? Never. One to ten times. Eleven to thirty-nine times. Or forty plus. I'll bet you last year I didn't eat a single donut. Not one time. I know I did, because occasionally they get brought up here.
5: Yeah, I've seen you. Somebody brought donuts up here, and you ate one?
2: No.
4: I didn't eat a donut last year.
5: I can't pass
2: it up if it's just
4: sitting in there. I've eaten, we talked about this on the morning show a little bit. I've eaten beignets, I probably ate beignets ten times last year. Maybe more. But I don't think I ate a donut last year. What about
5: a scone? I I wish Wish I had that capability, like that commercial, to throw the red flag and go to review. What's so, yeah. up, man? I, I think I saw you eating a donut last <laughs> year in here. When
4: I when I'm hungry in the morning, it doesn't even appeal to me, honestly. And I, I'm not again. I'm not better than anybody else. I'm, I, I will go out and eat donuts usually on a schedule. Like I'll take my kid out; and he wants to go get donuts, and then I'll eat like eight of them, <laughs> and then I don't eat them again for six months. But most people, I think, it's like Chris Kane said, they go every Saturday. And I think for a lot of people, that's their one day a week. They'll take the kids and get donuts or whatever, and try to feed them <laughs> a healthy breakfast the rest of the week. But it's just not necessarily my jam, man. But a lot of people do love it. I'm curious to see how many we get 40-plus. Chris is like, man, that seems like a lot. I'm like, dude, there are probably mm. people that eat donuts every morning with a cup of coffee.
5: Well, now I think about it, like, at church, they got donuts there every Sunday. I'll walk by and mm-hmm. just grab one and while I'm going to work upstairs and eat a donut on the way.
4: I just think how fat I'd be if I did more mindless eating. I'm already pretty fat, but I need to do less mindless drinking maybe is my problem.
2: You're less fat than Coach anyway, Kelly thinks you are, though. Er. That's true. <laughs> he, he, he gave me, listen, that was my motivation. Uh, so I'm going to
4: definitely get it in check. He's, he basically called me a fat gut uh, fatty the other day. It was really hurtful. So, But motivating. Maybe that was his goal all along. Um, all right, so there you go. There's our, there's our two questions for today. How to do eat donuts and how many games does Arkansas play in the regional? Take a time out. And uh, you know what? I bet if a guy, if you brought some donuts out to Guatney, they'd be really happy. I'm not going to say they'd give you a better deal because they're already giving you a heck of a deal. But it couldn't hurt. Am I right? 120 days James was offering with no payments when he was on with us last time, and uh, that's on select vehicles, but they've been talking about 90 days with no payments. Again, all I can tell you is what they told us for last month, and I'm assuming most of this stuff still applies until I'm told differently. I'm just going to keep kicking it out there. But they've been doing it since 1957. They know how to hit in the sweet spot, and they're going to do the best they can for you. They are trying to move cars, and I don't care if it's the last day of the month or the second day of the month like it is today. They want to sell you a car. They want you to drive away happy so you... Come back as a repeat customer over and over again. That's good business for them. That's how you stay in business as long as they've been doing it. So go by and see Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. It's right there in Jacksonville, the home of our buddy Devo Davis, who's hard at work already for the upcoming season. Go by and see our friends at Guadney Chevrolet. They're online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's 10:28. Coach Z on the other side.
2: And we can't fail. Anywhere in the state, dial 8 888 for Rainwater Holt and Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm.
0: Sports
1: Center. Arkansas's hopeful March the 2023 College World Series begins today. The 41 and 16 overall Arkansas Razorbacks are the number three seed in this year's NCAA tournament. They begin their campaign today with a two o'clock game against Santa Clara. You guys can catch it right here on 1037 The Buzz. Coverage leading up all the way to the game will be happening all day here as well. Also in the regional, Arizona out of the Pac-12 and Big 12 champion TCU. Big piece of SEC football news coming out of Florida yesterday. The conference will stick with an eight-game conference schedule in 2024, but they will scrap divisions for the first year that Oklahoma and Texas will be in the league. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network.
6: Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen sports car giveaways. Play at Saracen all this month for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang convertible courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, the Ford Mustang Convertible. Take the short trip to the only Arkansas casino where someone will win a Mustang convertible.
2: Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas
6: style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. It's
4: Justin Akery for CERTA Pro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CERTA Pro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CERTA Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CERTAPRO.com. That's CERTA with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CERTA Pro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today.
1: Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat-screen TV that just got stolen.
3: See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel
1: Vickers in Sherwood. Office rentals, storage rentals, container sales, mobile container solutions has you covered. Call today, and they'll get one on the way. 501-541-2600. That's 501-541-2600 for mobile container solutions.
2: At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk
1: removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. College Hunks Hauling
0: Welcome back to the zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Akri and Wes Moore.
5: Last weekend for Big O Tires, buy three, get the fourth tire free. Need tires? Now is the time to act. Get it done this weekend. Swing by a Conway or Cabot to see our friends at Big O Tires. It's a great deal. It's not one where you got to mail in a coupon, get that check later. It's right there in the store. Buy three tires. Fourth tire is absolutely free. they got a big selection of tires, all the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire, a quality tire. And then... They'll work on your car, too. If you got any kind of problems with your vehicle, the check engine light comes on, needs some maintenance done. they got mechanics on hand right there. Big O' Tires. Cabot and Conway to get you back out on the road running around safely. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. It's Big O' Tires, the team we trust.
4: Back here at the Razorback Foundation in Northwest Arkansas, Justin Agri kicking it with Coach Z, Wes Moore, and Christian Weaver back in the Oklahoma Racing Casino Resort Studio. Coach, it's so lovely to see you on a NCAA Regional Baseball Day. It's so good. Are you ready?
7: Oh, I'm so ready. It's been awesome. I've already been out there tailgating with the crew from uh, Gate A out there in the front. They've been tailgating there since 1999. <laughs> and Bobby Smittle told me, oh, hog noxious, he told me that they used to let them in and they would cook and tailgate in the hog pen. And uh, then they'd go put all their stuff up, and then they would go sit in their seats uh, behind the dugout. So those guys were telling me a lot of history today. But there's a lot of folks. You know, there was one tent here last week, Thursday. There was a couple on Friday. Then on Tuesday, there was about six. I left last night. There was... 12, and I think now there's about 20 tenths down yeah. the, down the line here, so there's a lot of folks.
4: Is this good? Do you think, is it a good thing, or do you think they'll ever have some kind of assigned situation in the hog pen? Do you think it's good no, that I people th- have to line up and stay out here for days?
7: No, I think they like it. That's what the, there are some of those folks, and I've got to know them, that they love being there. And, uh, like Kendall Apple, he's going to come here, it's it's a production for him. He he likes to tailgate. I mean, they, they brought... Uh, Chester drawers out, out there, you know. I mean, it's in, it's incredible what they do. I think it's what they love. And one thing I think about it, Justin, is they get close with baseball here. They can almost touch the players. No offense. Can't do that in football. Yeah, and you can't do that in basketball. It's just more people. It's hard in Bud Walton with twenty thousand people to be able to touch the players. And right here, you're out here all week. The players come by. You see them. I think they have a stronger tie to the kid to the the student athletes that way. So, and I think that keeps those people coming and it inspires them to be here.
6: Uh,
4: I listen to Out of Bounds every day. And yesterday, I heard you talking to John Neighbors about. Still, it is a veritable bargain as a baseball fan if you can get a seat. You can certainly buy it for a reasonable price, but you don't expect that to be the case forever with the amount of demand.
7: Yeah, and you know right now there's no tickets to buy. But even our season ticket holders, as far as regular reserve seats, you know you make a donation and you have you know $250 for all season. You know we play like 38 games. Now you got to pay $75 for the regionals or right. whatever. Super regionals are probably gonna be even less. It's fifty. Because, yeah, it's $50 for the super. You can't again football and basketball it's just way more expensive and for baseball it is it is very affordable now the problem for our fans now and it's a good problem to have we're one of about four schools in the country that it's full now you can always get a hog pin ticket yep now some people don't like the hog pin some people just absolutely love it but Mm -hmm. if you if you want to go to a game bad enough and you want to be here you can get a hog pin ticket almost any game of the season you can get a hog pin ticket
4: Let's talk about some hoops. And uh, Hey, I love me some hoops now. I know this you baseball's do.
7: baseball's fun, but I sure love me some basketball. <laughs> All right, let's talk about
4: who is here. And obviously Devo coming back. Jordan Walsh decided to stay in the NBA. More on him in a moment. Right. And then uh, you don't get Holland, and you got a spot open. So let's start with what Arkansas should do, in your opinion. What do they need to outfit the roster with that last spot?
7: I think he's going to go get the best available player, which that will be very interesting if, if that's the approach he takes. We probably could use another big man. We have we have we're fine with bigs right now. We got four. It wouldn't be bad to have five big men. Um, you know, you get you got Jalen, you got Mackay, you got Trevin Brazil, you got um, Bayfall. That's four bigs. Um, you got to walk-on. It's been here. Be going into his third year. Who's six ten or six eleven? Doesn't play any though, but so he gives you another fifth one for practice, which is good. Mm-hmm. That's a big man for a scout team, which is really good. I do think another big, a versatile guy would be good. I think a six seven, six eight, six nine guy that can do a lot would be really good. If, if a six ten, six eleven load that can battle and block shots and rebound inside would help a lot as well either one of those it'll be interesting if he he goes and gets a really good player that's six two six three six four we got eight guards and if you can get somebody that's better than a lot of those eight guys justin uh... west go get them Hmm. but now it may not be it'll be a little bit harder to keep eight guards happy you know, Jeremiah Davenport is a guard, but he can do big men
5: type of stuff, too. So, you know, he can kind of go back and forth. But right now, we got uh, eight guards and, and four bigs. You mentioned Bayfall. Is, is he there? There's been a lot of, you know, speculation, I guess I should say, about Bayfall. Well,
7: he's signed. And, yeah, they were trying to wrap up paperwork and stuff on him. So, um, you know, as far as I know, everything's good. So, you know, he's, he's assigned, you know, they've No one said he's not going to be here. There's been all, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would think, I mean, it's June. The that kid signed Second, a long time yeah. ago. It's June 2nd, so of course I know he's going to be here. But the,
4: uh, I got second-hand information this morning that he is not on campus yet, but is absolutely right. coming.
7: Well, I know if he's here or not, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to get in trouble Coach Musk, but I do know whether or not he's here. And you're kind of a I didn't get it from
4: Coach Z, I will there you say that. Go.
7: And, uh, but, but, Wes, I tell you what, the, uh, I do think another big could be useful to this mm-hmm. program right now. And with. with He's not going to play four bigs, he's only going to play eight guys in a close game anyway. So there's going to be competition, but you're talking about eight guards. You know, Devo averaged 33 minutes a game last year. I just don't know if he's going to, you know, he's going to play all the time. He's a tremendous player. He's got a lot of experience. He's been here a long time. He might get 33 minutes. I don't know. Battle is really really good. He is really good. He had there were some issues there at Temple at the end. But he is a tremendous player. He's going to play a lot of minutes. Mark was the fourth best player at Houston. They were the number one team in the nation for a big part of the year. He's going to play a lot of minutes. L. Ellis was a great player on a really bad 4-28. Sorry to say this to Louisville. That's awful. Yeah. If you're Louisville and you're 4 twenty, that's, that's awful. I should be able to get Joe Franklin on June 1st and say, Joe, go coach this team. And he should be able to go better than 4-28. That's just my opinion. Louisville's won national championships. They've had a couple taken from them. In his
4: defense, Joe's a hell of a coach. Is he? Yeah, that's right.
7: That's good. Well, then Joe would probably get eight or ten wins. No doubt in my mind. And and winning's hard. Winning's hard. That's nothing against Louisville. But Louisville's also the only program that's had a national championship stripped from them for cheating. And so, you know, it's kind of coming back on them a little bit.
4: That's only because Kansas beat Memphis that one year when Cal was there. Sure did. They would have gotten ripped probably, too.
7: Yeah. Probably. Well, they got stripped from that final four. Coach Cal's uh, had a tremendous career. Coach Cal uh, had a Final Four at UMass. And I'm not breaking news here. He had a Final Four at UMass. It got taken. He had a Final Four at Memphis. It got taken. And he got a great job out of all that. Kentucky Wildcats.
4: (laughs) Go figure. Weird. Uh, Let me ask you about these comments that uh, Jordan Walsh made after deciding to stay in the NBA. Once I got out of Arkansas, I'm now in a position where I don't have handcuffs on me. I'm able to shoot and make plays for people. I have that flexibility to show that I can do all those things. I was stuck in a role, but now they'll see the real Jordan. Mm-hmm. Coach, what do you make of those comments?
7: Well, I, you know, it's it's tailgate Friday. We got the the regional going on. I thought that I thought this was going to be uh, drink Coke Zero and eat muffins in here today. I didn't know that uh, I'm gonna, not trying to pressure. I didn't know that I was going to have Justin and West throwing <laughs> fastballs at my head. Whoa. Um,
4: I was disappointed to read it. I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> uh, that's just it, disappointing. That, the, 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 that those quotes. That comment. Well, yeah.
7: sure, because he had a lot. Of, he played a lot of minutes here. Jordan was a good player here, and he did get a lot of opportunity. There was no games he didn't play. He got in every game, and he did a lot of good things. So, um, hopefully, he's. I liked the video that he did. I wish he would have came back. I thought with another year. He had a chance to be a really high draft pick. But he's chasing his dreams, so you can't beat him up for that. So um, I don't know much about his inner feelings of what he thought, the handcuff comment. Mm -hmm. So you hate that. You don't want a player leaving thinking that. But I will say this about former players, and I'm tied to a bunch of them. They don't all love you after it's over. Some of them do. Some of them have a great taste in their mouth, and they just are so appreciative. And some, I'm not saying Jordan, but there are some that leave and they're not happy. You know, there's former players that think that the school owes them everything. Mm-hmm. Five years, ten years later, 15 years later, 30 years later, they sometimes they have a tendency. Not always. Some of them are tremendous, but there are some times where they have that attitude. So it's really interesting with former players. But it really
4: is. I can certainly relate. You know, Coach, there are people that we've had to let go from the buzz over the years, and by golly, they... Probably don't feel like they got a fair shake necessarily, even though I think in most people's opinion that was the only move you could make. But that's yeah. the way it goes sometimes.
7: Yeah, it is. And I, I do know that Coach Buss wanted Jordan Walsh back. Uh, the, the, obviously, Razorback fans wanted Jordan Walsh back. And it would have been nice to have him back. But he's going to chase his dreams. We all he, hope that he gets trapped into a great fit and he has a great career. He's super talented. He's super long. He's gonna. He has a chance to be an outstanding defensive player. And, uh, you know, his, his shooting was the one thing he can do that never really shined enough at arcs. He can shoot the ball yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he never got going. And I think this year he would have had a tremendous opportunity. And, again, last year he was a freshman. Yeah. He was a true freshman.
4: Well, I wish they would have left the handcuffs on him because I would have liked to have had him back for another year as well.
7: All right. <laughs> Absolutely. It would have been good to have him back.
5: Coach, we had this discussion a couple weeks ago because I read this report from an, like an NBA scout. They felt like Jordan Wall should be better in the NBA because uh, there was a lack of creativity with the offense, no spacing in the offense, and Jordan just couldn't really do what he he could do in this offense. And I think maybe he got that from some of these NBA scouts or the personnel. Uh, but I think that the lack of cre- it's not a lack of creativity. It's a, it is a lack of spacing because. The lack of shooters. You know, they didn't have any shooters to to open up the floor, and I think that hurt. Do you think they've addressed that in the offseason?
7: Yes, I really do. I think they've addressed it big time. The battle can flat-out shoot it. He rises up like the kid at UConn this past season, how he could rise up and shoot the basketball. Battle is like that. He can really shoot it. Davenport can shoot it deep. We know Trevin Brazil can shoot the basketball. Um, Devo's percentage went to 34. This was a kid shooting 20 to 25% in his first couple years. He shot 34% from the three. He's, his percentage should go up even. He's got another year. So that that's four. L, Ellis can shoot the basketball. That's five. So there's there's a lot of guys that can step out and shoot the basketball. The shooting will be... Uh, West much much better, mm. much much. We did not shoot it good last year. Obviously, that's no big secret. We had to tiptoe around it, and we had to talk about it in a, in a tiptoe way. But <laughs> obviously, we really struggled shooting the basketball, and that that has been addressed.
4: How much of an impact is is baseball in the big scheme of things for you guys with the foundation
6: standpoint? Oh,
7: it's it's important because it it keeps the fan base happy, and it it stretches our school year through the end of June. That's good. Obviously, you know baseball uh, is is a revenue sport at Arkansas. It's not at most schools. It's only a revenue sport for less than ten schools. So that's when that's when our fans and everyone gets frustrated about the eleven point seven scholarships for all these other baseball rules, but baseball is not a revenue sport at three hundred and fifty something schools. So in, in for a place like Arkansas or Tennessee or Old Miss or Mississippi State or LSU, it's a revenue sport. But for the other ones, it's not. And so uh it it's big for us. Um, obviously, uh, I don't want to get in trouble here. I mean, it's a fraction of football, sure. Um, and it, it's really, and it's not near as much as basketball because basketball tickets are pretty high, and it's twenty thousand people, and you have to make a good donation. And so, uh, is there
4: a high percentage, in your opinion, on uh, people that do baseball that also have tickets to another sport?
7: Yeah, most of our Razorback fans across the board have all three. Yeah. And they might even have another sport, too. But for the, the bulk of our, I don't know the percentage, but I, I think it's been 60 something percent, if I remember right, that have football, basketball, and baseball season tickets. But there are about a 40% that may only have. Uh, I, I know a guy, that he, he just has baseball tickets. That's all he has. And he gets a football ticket when he wants to go. Yeah. And, and so there are a few of that, but mostly they have football, basketball, and baseball. we got
4: to hit a break, but i got one more question. on West does too. Um, Who has the chance of the guys that are returning, not the new guys that are coming in, to take the biggest step forward, do you think, next year from year to year? You mentioned guys who were freshmen. Anybody, uh, doesn't matter what year they were, who's got a chance to take a big step forward, do you think?
7: Well, Makai Mitchell, you know, he's going to be, he's he's 23, 24 years old. He's been around a long time. Hopefully he can stay healthy and and have a great year. He's an older player, very, very experienced. I think he can be uh, a force inside. And I think uh, Brazil... Coming back, we'll get to see that full season of him. It may take him a few weeks when he gets back coming off that knee, but those guys. And then uh, I think that, you know, a lot of people don't – that that Battle is a tremendous player. I really think Battle is going to come in and shock some people. And not shock anybody, but I think our Razorback fans are really going to like Battle Mm -hmm. because he's a big-time talent.
5: Coach, I thought there was a chance name-image likeness would help uh, baseball. Uh, because of you mentioned the partial scholarships and, right. and the yes. able, to, uh, ha, That was my question. Is it helping?
7: Absolutely. Well, sure as here, you know, we do have players getting name, image, and likeness, and we're doing very well in name, image, and likeness in, in football, basketball, baseball. Uh, it's really helped track and field. And so an equivalency sport, you know, but uh, your listeners may not know, you know, so if you have a track athlete or a baseball, football and basketball, men's and women's basketball, that's full scholarships, period. They don't have to pay a dime. Your baseball, some of your other sports... They may not be on full. They're not. Most of them not going to be on full scholarship. So if you have this great baseball player, you can say, hey, we're going to put you on 50% or 40% or 30%. And, oh, by the way, we're going to give you $20,000. They can use that to pay the difference. And then they can basically have very little or no bill from the university. We've done that with track, baseball, and, and other sports. And uh, we are we are doing very well. We appreciate the folks that have donated from this great state and Razorback supporters outside the state to name, image, and likeness we're doing outside. Standing. Do we have baseball players getting NIL? You betcha. Do we have a lot of bet tra- You betcha. Tell me the sport? You betcha. <laughs> we, we got folks getting name, image, and likeness, and that's great for those young people.
4: Coach, got to go. Appreciate okay, the time guys. so much. Thanks for having us today. I appreciate okay, you. Okay, thank you all. All right, that's Matt Zimmerman here at the Razorback Foundation. Quinn Grove going to join us at 1230 today. Talk to him about the football offseason and get his thoughts on the eight-game schedule that was announced and uh, thoughts on what that means for Arkansas going forward. We'll take a quick break. 1048, we're going to run back to Destin one more time this week. Check in with Trey Schaap, who's been doing a great job at SEC meetings. Stay tuned. It's The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network.
7: take it
0: all back, take it
6: all back, take it all back.
0: I take it all back to have
1: you. You go to the big box hardware store, ask a simple question, only to be told, yeah, I don't work in this department. You won't find that at Homer's Ace Hardware in Cabot, staffed with courteous and knowledgeable people who will assist you with a wide selection of products like the Big Green Egg, Traeger, and Weber Grills, as well as lawn and garden supplies, along with any electrical and plumbing needs for your home. Find them in Cersei, Beebe, and 207 South 2nd Street in Cabot. Homer's Ace Hardware. Need help? Ask Homer. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota commercial landscaping equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Here's how we long for Skechers hands-free slip-in footwear. The world
0: has gone hands-free. However, if you want to put on a
5: pair of sneakers, you still need to bend down and help your feet in. Until now. Introducing Skechers hands-free slip-in footwear. You don't need to reach down to help your heel in. You just step into them and off you go. So what's the secret? Well, there's a special smooth comfort pillow in the heel that helps your foot slide into place. And they stay on just like a pair of laced-up sneakers. Get hands-free slip-ins at a Skechers store, Skechers.com or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Ask
3: Sherwin-Williams during the Memorial Day sale, May 26th through June 5th, and get 30% off paints and stains with prices starting at $31.14. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And, of course, get 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
1: Traveling to Fayetteville to watch a game? Forgot to book a room for the night? Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group has you covered. Stay where the fans stay. Stabridge Suites is just south of Baumwalker Stadium and is an all-suite hotel within walking distance of Baumwalker, Bud Walton, and Razorback Stadium. Or you could stay at the Comfort Inn and in Suites with newly remodeled rooms throughout the entire property. Find them on the web at bphotels.com, Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. You're back in the
0: zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Check us out online at 1037TheBuzz.com and throw us a follow at justinacre 7 at Wes underscore Moore, and at Cweaver1037. Now, back to Justin Acry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network coverage of the southeastern conference spring meetings from sandestin florida is presented by blackman auctions since 1938 better auctions have always been blackman auctions and in part by beachwood pinnacle hotel group find them on the web at bphotels.com
4: all right let's go to the brandon moving and storage hotline talk to trey schaap who's wrapping up coverage this week down in Destin. trey um You know, I'm not real big on uh, compliments, but i got to say you've done a whale of a job this week down there in Destin on the beach. And I know you haven't had much time to goof off and heard you tell the morning guys your wife couldn't make the trip this year. But I appreciate the work this week. A lot of good stuff came out of the meetings. You've been there a long time. This ranks way up there for me on on stuff coming out. And I realize they sort of ended up kind of doing the same thing from a football standpoint. But uh, I thought there was a lot of good things that came out of this week.
8: No, I, I think you're exactly uh, correct. This has been one of the uh, most productive weeks and uh, news gatherings that we've had down here in Destin. Sometimes you don't get a whole lot, sometimes you do. It's just the risk you take to come down here and cover it. But uh, with Texas and OU coming in, you knew that there would be uh, fireworks, so to say, if you would. And uh, there's been a lot of topic, a uh, lot of talk, pardon me, about the, the topic of the eight or nine game scheduling. What the league decided to do and then they also came out with a new and updated uh storm the court storm the field uh policy so uh the uh monetary value of that has gone up if you have an offense but everybody starts at zero uh starting yesterday so uh in the eyes of the commissioner no one has committed one of those uh with this new model but uh if you do the money doesn't go back to the sec it goes to the opposing team that you were playing so uh, that might hinder some from uh, deciding to jump on the field if they have to uh, pay the University of Texas or, let's say, Mississippi State or some other school money. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
4: Just to clarify, too, they're going to get rid of divisions, which I think a lot of people think is long yeah. overdue, and for Arkansas, that's great. That is going to be effective in this coming season or in 24?
8: No, 24. That's all 24. Okay. And then also June 14th, we'll find out who the opponents will be in 24 and where they will be played, we just will not know the date of those games. So, Arkansas will find their eight opponents on June um, uh, June 14th.
5: How will they decide the eight?
8: It's based on uh, there's a a whole lot of information that they're putting in, but it's going to be competitively balanced, so to say, um, if you will, Wes. So, if you look at Arkansas in over a 10-year period, I think Ross Gellinger. Uh, might have put this out. Uh, Arkansas was 13th uh, when you look at their percentage of wins against SEC opponents uh, in the last 10 years. And Chris Kane even went further and said, well, if you take away the 3-0 for seasons and just had two wins, that would get you in the middle of the pack in the SEC as opposed to all the way down at the bottom. So it should be competitively balanced. Uh, You're still going to have to play some tough opponents. Um, But Arkansas should play Vanderbilt in 2024 since they've only played them once in the last 12 years, I believe.
4: Hmm. Trey, I've got a copy here because I'm a dork, and I printed this off in 2014, and it's been sitting in my little blue folder that I get ready for work every day on. And it's got SEC future football schedules. And the rotation started with Arkansas playing Georgia in 2014. And then Tennessee in 15, all the way through the upcoming season. So they had 2024 with Kentucky and 25 with Vanderbilt. Do you know if those uh, <laughs> this this is all being thrown out the window, or if these are still going to hold and they get to play these after going through the Tennessees, the Floridas, you know, um, and Georgia a couple of different times? So th- is this going to balance back out, and are they going to get to play Kentucky and Vanderbilt here in 24, so, and
8: 25? Yeah, you would think so, but that's not set in stone in rivalry games are not set in stone like you have Auburn and Alabama that play each other every year in the Iron Bowl but you also have Auburn and Georgia that play each other and it's not set in stone that they're going to play in 2024 Um, now when they go to a nine game schedule yes you would think that Auburn and Georgia would play every year along with Auburn and Alabama Mississippi State Ole Miss that's another one that uh, the commissioner was asked yesterday Well, do you get rid of those games and he said if I got rid of the Iron Bowl and the Egg Bowl I wouldn't be commissioner of the league very long
5: I thought Kev on our first Arkansas Bank of Trust text line put it best as far as going eight to nine. He said there's not an incentive to go to nine. What what, what Why, why even yet. talk? Yeah, why do it?
8: Yeah, ESPN's not paying you any more money to go to nine right now. So he's right. And you still have to play another Power Five opponent or a high independent like a Notre Dame, which Texas A&M is doing next year um, in 2024. So you're still going to have nine games against a Power Five.
4: Um, and then we, we're gonna, we got some more from uh, Hunter Yurchick coming up here in a minute. But uh, anything else that stood out in your conversation with him this week?
8: Not not really. Just the fact that you know Arkansas is set on the eight games, and they're gonna try and make uh, they they have to have a policy to the SEC by August first on the court and field stormy. And Hunter made it sound like to me that there might be a way to where they encourage fans to come onto the field after the visiting team and all their personnel have left or they've been able to set up a barricade around the area for the equipment managers to get the football equipment off the field while fans uh, celebrate on the field with the players. Hmm. All right. Smart. Well, Trey, we got to stop the kind of like hour. what appreciate... Clemson does. Yeah. Uh,
4: appreciate the time, my friend. Great stuff this week, honestly, and uh, have a great, safe trip back home, and uh, appreciate it very much. And, obviously, your sponsors have been great, and Blackman Auctions, obviously, year after year, and certainly appreciate Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel's, kicking in on uh, the coverage this year as well
8: no doubt y'all be good up there and uh, get a win
4: all right buddy we'll talk to you later question of the day today or questions how many games does Arkansas play this weekend in the NCAA regional here in Fayetteville uh two three four five those are your options you can find them on twitter at wes underscore more at justin Acre seven at cweaver 1037 and then there's also a question about how many times you eat donuts in a year So you can answer that also. Next hour, Red White Report, and a whole lot more fun coming up. Quinn Grovey's going to join us a little bit later on as well. And Tom Murphy also coming up in our next segment. Stay tuned. You are in the zone. Baseball, baby.
1: Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits, I'm Stan Mellar from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing.